it's funny. I am in that station. You know, I have a stationary brand, but it's way more than that. It's way. It's about your mental, um, your how you think, what's going on in your mind, and my big thing as well with with Ronnie and Co is that your mindset is everything, and write it down. Like the power of writing stuff down is, you know, and I think in this digital age, I think we forget that you know, we actually can use a pen to paper mm. and that, you know, writing out that to-do list or even writing out how you feel, um, just it just stops our brains from just that cloudiness, that craziness that's going on in our brains. And just if you do actually physically write it down, you, it's, you just feel so much better. You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast. And I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name suggests, we do things unedited around here. You can expect to hear open and authentic conversations with a side of real talk. Join me as I explore a wide variety of topics within the realm of mind, body, and spirit. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the podcast, Ronnie. Thank you, Christy, for having me. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I am just, I always am so inspired when somebody like actually creates a product because, you know, working in retail for ugh, over 10 years, like when you bring a product to market, it's a big job. And I think that we're really lucky today in the digital age because it's easier to bring a product to market. But I'm always inspired, especially with a more local brand, and you're based in Queensland, and and here you are, which is exciting. Yep. (laughs) So, Ronnie, I would love to, I really want to dive into your product, which is Ronnie and Co, and your planner, but before we even do that, I'd love to hear a little bit about what led you to this point, and, and your journey as to how you got here. Okay, so like you, Christy, I have always had planners, planners... Every year I buy one and then every year I'm like, oh, this is just not the right. It's just not right for me. And then in 2017, December, in my kitchen, I was talking to my husband and I I had actually that year for the 2018 year, I had bought three planners because I just was like, I'll buy that one. No, no good. I'll buy this one. Just wasn't working. And then I bought a third one and it was okay. And I said to my husband, I just can't find a planner that I like. And he said to me, why don't you just create one? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I can. Maybe maybe I should. So the following year in 2018, I was like, and in my head, I knew exactly what I wanted in a planner. I just wanted space to write all the things. So I got to work in February, and my background is marketing, uh, so I was very familiar with the printing process, I was very very familiar with marketing, um, very familiar with design, because that's all my background. So I was like, I can do this. This is, this is, I was born to make this. (laughs) It just felt right. And I had heard people in the past um, talking about, if you go into business, go into business with something that you're passionate about. And at the time, I didn't quite understand what that meant. But anyway, so the journey happened. It started in February and then eventually I produced a planner. But in between all that, I understand why now people say 
go into business with something that you're passionate about because <laughs> it is a roller coaster. Let me tell you, it's um, the highs, the lows, the things that didn't work out, the things that did work out. So that first year was a massive learning curve for me. It was only last year. It feels like a lifetime ago. But eventually, in the ninth hour, I had a planner in my hands. It literally was the ninth hour um, that I was like, wow, I've created this. Um, and yeah, put it to market. And I was like, do people actually use planners? I don't even know. Like, I, I know that I use a planner. Yeah. I'd asked a couple of my friends to use a planner. And um, it was like, it was a mixed bag of results. So I, um, I thought, oh, well, I'm just going to see how this goes. Because if I don't try, I'll never know. And I knew that trying, it wasn't going to be the end of the world financially for me. It was going to, you know, it was... I wasn't going to be homeless or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I put it to market and it was a really wonderful response. So I was, I was like, is this happening for real? Are people actually buying something that I've created? Um, but, yeah, it's been amazing. And, yeah, people actually do buy planners. So it's, um, it's been, it's been a, yeah, a real big eye-opener as to um, that people – are like me and like you who actually do like to use planners. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like some of, or actually one of my favorite things to do is just organization and planning. Like every week, and that's a part of my weekly routine, is I actually sit and map out my week, uh, what it's going to look like. Um, I use, um, I'm a not that I, I love a planner to write things down, but I yep. actually have to have everything digital as well because of my business. And I actually use the Google Calendar app and I map out everything. But I time block right from when I get up in the morning. Me too. When I, okay. <laughs> me too. Okay, so it's not just me. Because, no. You know, I think that when you have got so much going on in your life, and I think all of us have, we lead really busy lives today, is you kind of need to get a grasp on what life looks like, right? Totally, totally. Yeah. And and with having a planner, I've sort of um, shared, um, so it's not just a planner, it's about using your time in the best way. That's what I'm all about. I'm about you know, doing the stuff that you need to do, basically, so you've got more time for fun. And that's pretty much the premise of the whole product. I mean, it is a planner, but deeper into it, it is writing down stuff, your appointments, whatever it should be, so you're not double booking yourself, and so you're not confusing, um, you know, creating extra work for yourself when you've double... If you don't write it down, mm. those appointments... And if you, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the doctor at this time and then you've realised you've got something, you know, you've got a work appointment at the same time, well, that, that's just creating extra work for you. So if you actually put it in your, in a, whatever it might be, a planner, a good calendar, um, it's, it's a way to maximise your time. So, and, you know, and I'm all about, you know, the self-care. You know, I know we talk a lot about self It's a, such a big thing at the moment. But really, um, and Christy, I know you're, that I'm a Torian, I'm all about the self-care. And my oh, self-care to me looks like um, there's nothing better for me than to be at home <laughs> and chilling. Um, and knowing how your day is going and to just, uh, even if you can fit in half an hour of your time just for me to, to be able to do that, um, you know, just it makes me be far more productive. It sounds counterproductive, but it actually is more productive at the end of the day. And, you know, 
that works for a lot of people too. So yeah, it's it's funny. I am in that station. You know, I have a stationary brand, but it's way more than that. It's way. It's about your mental, um, your how you think, what's going on in your mind, and my big thing as well with with Ronnie and Co is that your mindset is everything, and write it down. Like the power of writing stuff down is you know, and I think in this digital age, I think we forget that you know, we actually can use a pen to paper mm. and that, you know, writing out that to-do list or even writing out how you feel, um, just it just stops our brains from just that cloudiness, that craziness that's going on in our brains. And just if you do actually physically write it down, you, it's, you just feel so much better. Mm. Yeah, um, and it clears your mind to just sort out and, like, I guess, compartmentise what's going on in your head mm. um so that's you know it's funny yeah it is i have a stationary brand but it's way more than stationary way more than stationary and you know i've since now we're into year two of planners um it's funny i keep i get lots of messages from people who've bought the planners um who say um wow this has really changed the way that I look at time, my mental, my mental, how I feel mentally, because it's just that um, old school way of thinking that um, if you write, if you do write it out, then it's almost done for you. So yeah, it's amazing. I, I didn't realise that this was going to be the journey that I was going to be on, but yeah, it it um, it's way more than stationary. So oh, yeah, it's love lovely. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think because when it's a passion, like I say, a passion project, right? Like it's really a product and a brand that's been born out of like your own necessity. And I think they're the most beautiful brands. Yeah. And that's the thing. It um it really is a passion because um like I feel like it's it's um morphed into this um mindset way of thinking as well that it's just I feel like with my brand that I'm reminding people that you know yeah it is okay you know spend that time on Sunday just to write it all out think about what you need to do for your week that you know don't forget about you you know we give ourselves so to everyone else that if you just spend that time thinking about things and just you know booking in that um, appointment you know nail appointment you know that's stuff for you like and let's make sure that we make time to do that sort of stuff yeah beautiful so you obviously saw some real gaps because you purchased three planners you said yes. and you could not find um, a planner that worked for you so I suppose what what did that start of that process look like and and what makes Ronnie and Chloe, Co sorry Ronnie and Co planners what is their point of difference so the point of difference with uh, the Ronnie and Co planners is that last year it was <clears throat> the thing that I was um, really adamant that the planner had to be, it had to be A4 and there's a big gap in the market that there aren't many A4 planners available. Mm. Um, so last year I produced an A4 planner with lots of space, like my planners are for people who like to think about time. I'm not, you know, I couldn't. For myself, I couldn't produce a planner that didn't have times on them because I'm all about what's next. You know, we've got to be here at, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, so I saw that there was a gap in the market for, like, large planners, like a desktop um, planner. It wasn't necessarily going to be something that you bring with you every day because it's quite large. 
Um, so that's why, I, and I knew in my head exactly how it had to look. Um, so, you know, and of course, when I, um, I have a good friend who I went to uni with, and she's a designer. She's, she's sort of progressed in her career. Um, she was a copywriter, um, and then she got into design. And um, I knew that I couldn't get this project off without her because I knew that she understood my design aesthetic, um, the way that I operated. There was no... Basically, if I didn't have her... Because I'm not a designer by trade. <laughs> But you're a Taurus who probably likes things a certain way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I knew that if I didn't have her on my side, um, this project wouldn't happen. So one day we were at a park with our our kids and just, you know, off the cuff I said, and it was around, it was about Christmas time um, in 2017, I said to her, Helene, um, look, it... I've got this project that I think I'm, you know, really may have legs. I said, Are you interested in working with me on this? And I'd actually never actually worked with her before. Like, we've been friends for so long, but we, um, we've never actually worked together closely. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah. She goes, I, I haven't actually produced a product. I'm, yeah, I'm really keen on this because, you know, normally in a design world, you're normally producing marketing collateral Mm. Um, brochures, that sort of stuff. You're not actually producing a product. So she, so she was on board. And once I heard that, I was like, okay, we are go. This is going to happen. Um, so basically the design process for me was I got a piece of <laughs> two pieces of paper and I just drew what I wanted it to look like. I took photos of it. I sent it to her and I said, I'm sorry, I know this isn't <laughs> the best brief but this is what I'm after. So we went back and forth, back and forth quite a, quite a lot because, you know, in my head I knew what I wanted, but design-wise is a different thing, like actually making it work. Um, so, yeah, I think we got up to version 12 with edits. Um, but then by then it, will, it was something that I was really happy with um, and... Yeah, and finding um, so that the, I knew the design wise was going to be okay, and then the other part of that was finding a manufacturer. Yeah, um, that was hard, that, and um, that took a long time to find someone who could do the job because it's actually quite to produce a planner with a hard cover is actually quite an intensive um, process. Like, mm-hmm. there's a problem, I think there's about um, eight to ten um, processes involved in that like, and it's all hand besides the actual printing bit of it it's all hand done so it's actually like you see stuff like in the shops but there's actually a lot of work that goes into it um, so I knew that I had to find the right um, manufacturer to make that happen as well and with the care that needed to produce a final product to sell um, so that took me a quite a long time, you know, a lot of toing and froing, and are you sure this is something that you know you can do to my um, expectations? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, eventually, I eventually found someone, and um, so w- basically, once I got those two together, it sort of married um, together, and I knew that I had, I knew that I was onto something, and so yeah, that's um, how it came to be. Now, with producing a product. Um, it is not 
what you see at the end is not necessarily what is at the beginning. Uh, we had lots of samples, lots of prototypes, and even when I thought the prototype was good, um, when they actually started manufacturing, um, there was a design fault in it that um, just one of those things that just happens. So they had to get reproduced. So it's just always something that you don't expect will happen. <laughs> um, and that's a big thing when you are producing a product. You really, and I knew that I had a deadline. I knew that I had to have them done by at the latest October 2018 for, for Christmas, right? For Christmas mm. and for the new year. So I had that deadline. Like I, and that's the thing with, with producing a planner is, is that it's not, it has a use by date. <laughs> It's and it's not something that you know. I can't sell a 2019 planner in July 2019. No one's interested because everyone's sort of thinking about the next yeah um, year. Um, so I had all of this stuff going on in my head that oh my gosh, I, I have to get this product onto market now. So yeah, so if you are designing a product, allow a lot of time because there are always bumps. Some are little bumps, some are big bumps. That will happen. Um, but eventually we got there. Um, and during that time, it's funny because there were times where I was like, this is just not meant to be. Like, I just seriously, like, this this is getting really hard. But all I kept thinking about is, I don't know if you know Marie Folio. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's I went to see her, wizard. by the way. <gasps> Did you? Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah, the I... Business Chicks oh. event. Um, she's a wizard. Yeah, lady. all I kept thinking was... Everything is figure about figure outable. This was even before her book, like because you know how that's her thing. Yeah. Um, everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. So if I didn't have that mantra going on in my head, I I I don't think I could have pushed through. And you know, and it's not lollipops and rainbows when you're in your own business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, my, you're speaking uh, to not, me right I'm now. Not, I'm making this out very negative, but it's certainly don't think that. It's um, going to be. Park. It's not a walk in the park, yeah. no. And and that's why if you don't have that passion behind you, it will not. It will not. It will not come into fruition. So yeah. So um, the two key things for me producing the planner was definitely having my designer on side and having that manufacturer mm. um, understanding what the outcome was going to be with what we needed and to be able to all of all three of us work together to get a product. To market and when there is like um a roadblock that comes up like um you said there was a design fault in one of the like variants that came out is that another financial outlay that you actually have to consider or no for me okay. the um it was both the manufacturer had um it wasn't even an error it was just the sample that i received we all looked at it and it was fine but when it went to production it just didn't um it just didn't translate for whatever reason and you know no one expected that. The print, the manufacturer didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. The designer didn't expect that. None of us, you know, because we're like, okay, we're on the home stretch now. Mm. We can just push print and it'll all happen. Um, but luckily, um, the manufacturer was, you know, were um, able to see that that was on their, on their end. But, yeah, oh, if it was my financial, if it was on my end, I don't, yeah, it would have been too big of a financial yeah loss um, yeah, to, yeah to keep going so luckily they were they understood you know we're all on the same page with that thankfully mm. yeah so it's interesting yeah, yeah. especially too like I think about like I have a service-based business and 
you know, it's not like I have to bring a product essentially to the market, right? Like the products I'm bringing are tools that support my clients, but it's not like an outlay, right? And so really all it's taking up is maybe my creativity, time, and, you know, another, maybe an element if I decide to partner with somebody to work on something. But when you're bringing a product to the world... And not, Christy, a dated product to the world that has a shelf life. Yeah, I didn't, you know, you think, looking back now, I was like, you mad? Like, what? Why? And it's such a seasonal product as well. Um, you know, it's madness having a product that, that does have a shelf life. But it's funny in saying that now that I'm into my second year and I've um, the 2020 planners are out there, I've had so many people ask me, have you got any 2019 planners left? Because I want to finish off the year with the planner so then I can continue on to 2020. So, you know, it's amazing that, you know, what you think is the end of the world. I mean, luckily, I didn't have any planners left. Um, mm. I sold out. Um, but Can we just take a moment <laughs> to, like, appreciate yeah, and congratulate you on that? Thank like, you, Christy. Yeah, it was a big deal because what because of the um, – I won't call it a fault, but um, the manufacturing thing that went wrong um, – I couldn't even um, start marketing because actually I didn't even know that I had a product. And this was like in, um, it was about August of last year. I didn't actually think I was going to have a product because I thought, if we can't fix this, Mm. I've got nothing to sell. Um, So luckily it all worked out. But when I launched, I had like, and I knew that social media was going to be a huge part of my marketing um, uh, strategy. I had like zero followers. I mean, I, and then I gained like you know twenty followers, and that was just my family and friends. really. <laughs> I mean, they're lovely, but yeah. you know. Um, so I literally, because you know, whenever you you hear it, when you launch a product, make sure that you do your pre-marketing, your pre-launch beforehand, so you've got someone to market to. I didn't have that um, just because of the circumstances. But now looking back, you know, you think, well, that. That was just the way that it was meant to be. Um, it has built now over time, which is wonderful. And, um, you know, if I think if I didn't have... If I had a lot of followers before I launched, I wouldn't have met... Because I was really keen on seeing who was buying the planners and, I, um, and what their interests were. And if I didn't have, well, you know not many followers, I wouldn't have met yourself because yeah. I kind of, we kind of made a connection um, through that Instagram. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it's interesting how things happen. Yeah, and I started following you and I was like, oh, I like this chick. She's really <laughs> into it. And I actually remember when you, when you, when you, insta- when you put it on your stories, yeah. when you got the planner. And I actually remember this. And you said it's bigger than my head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's really big because I actually ordered it and I emailed you, Ronnie, because I actually thought that it was A5, but then I got it and I was like, whoa, it's really big. It's big. But then I love it. It's interesting. Like, so last year I was all about the A4 planner, but then I kept getting the emails and the direct messages about people saying, look, I love the concept of the planner, but I like to have the planner with me in my handbag, um, take it with me wherever I go. And I was like, and the the noise of this was getting, not that it was, it was a positive noise, was getting louder and louder and louder. And I thought, okay, this year I have to, I can't ignore this message that is coming to me from the universe that this needs to happen. Um, so yeah, this year I actually introduced an A5 planner. 
and um, and that has been very, very popular. I think people like the concept of the time and the vertical and the weekly, but the um, it was just more to their to their liking. So yeah, it's it was a big risk because uh, you know investing in a different type of product um, is massive. So um, it's it's been a really good um, investment. Yeah. So yeah, and it's been um, and it's um, it's so lovely when you know a product that you've made yourself. Well, I haven't actually physically made it, but you know that you've designed, um, and it's your luck. You're like my third baby, that just goes out into the world, and you know I'm getting messages back from people saying, "Oh wow, you know, thank you so much. It's beautiful, and um, you know I can't wait for 2020 to come so I can use it every day." And I've been filling it out. Yeah, it's lovely. It's really nice, and I'm just like, "Oh, you people, you lovely customers have taken time out of your day to write that to me. You know, to little old me, and it's lovely. So I love getting little messages like that from customers. So yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you've, you've created a product that's impacting them, as you mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, because it's more than just a planner. It is. It is, and I make sure. Um, you know, and it's funny. I at the beginning, I didn't really have a brand voice because I just, I just wasn't sure what my mm. brand voice was. Um, but over time, and this, you know, I guess it just, it, it evolved. Um, I sort of got into the um, like the gratitude and the mindset. Just it just seemed like the right thing to do. So a lot of my um, posts um, in, in on Instagram and Facebook are about you know being positive because I well I consider myself a pretty positive person. I think um, uh, like I try to make sure that I'm you know. Happy. <laughs> um, Sitting across from you right now, you are a very positive yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, I try to be because um, I think, you know, with whatever happens in your life, bad things are always going to happen. But, you know, we're only here for a short time and I'm here for a good time. So, um, but I try, <laughs> I try and um, make that come across, well, I hope it comes across on my posts that, you know, doesn't matter what's going on because we've all been through really tough times. It'll be okay. Things will, things will progress. Things and then you will be happy again. And there's so much to be happy for. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that's something that. Um, well, I, I love the the saying. Like it's it's your job to feel good. Yeah, it's nobody else's. It's yours. And, yeah, you know I think that we. It's so easy today, especially with social media as well. Like you might feel inadequate or that you don't have enough or I'd just be happier when. And I think like taking inventory on what actually is really going great in life and and taking a moment to be grateful or taking a moment for a little bit of mindfulness or whatever it may be like that's a massive game changer and I feel like I'm a bit of a broken record sometimes because I'm always talking (laughs) about it but I think as human beings we kind of need continuous reminders that yeah it's those simple things that actually help us to live a fulfilled life absolutely and yeah and and I feel like that's you know what I'm putting out into the universe and yeah it's um it's interesting because when I started this I just thought I was a selling planners but it's it's definitely a lot more than that which has been wonderful like it's been a wonderful journey for me to see where I'm at now um and you know I've only been doing this for like a year um and yeah it's just I'm at, the evolvement of where I'm at now with my business is really, yeah, I'm in a really good place and um, I'm really, really excited for 2020 because I can, um, 
I feel like that this year was like, I just, I was like treading water because I just wasn't sure. I didn't have, you know, and being a Torian, I like to have my routine. And just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. And this year I was, I, I actually, um, and it's funny because, you know, I produce planner, but I just found that I, I wasn't finding my routine because um, of where I was heading but I feel like I've got a wonderful routine now like I know that on a Monday I'm going to be doing blah 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 and on a Tuesday so yeah I'm in a really wonderful place and I think that um that comes through with what you do you know on your Instagram stories and all that sort of stuff I think that um shines through as well yeah it's funny yeah. you say that because um like there's a couple of people that started businesses around the same time, like your story you just shared. My I started my business around the same time and a couple of other people I know and I almost feel like we've been in this transition period together. Like as you were just sharing that, I was like thinking in my head, oh my goodness, that's me because <laughs> the first year of business, you're trying to just work it out. Like what does this look like? And you're really passionate. You're driven by passion because you want to create something. And then the second year... It's kind of like, um, okay, what does this look like now? Like yeah, totally. fine-tuning and actually trying to find your voice. And I love something that you mentioned because I only read a book this week and for the life of me, I can't remember the title. But what I'll do is I'll try and find it and put it in the show notes. And it was like an hour. It only took an hour to read. And That's my actually, kind of book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the guy that um, wrote it, um, he had a business um, called CD Baby and he um, actually sold that business for like, um, it was like a multi-million dollar business. But all that happened was he saw a niche, a need in the market. He had no business experience. He was a musician and he was like, I just want to sell my independent music online. So he created CD Baby, but it actually had so many great like nuggets of marketing wisdom mm. in there and how important it is that sometimes it's like cut the bullshit, stop worrying about who your ideal client is, you know, think about what your customer actually wants, think about what you want to create and just enjoy the ride because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to get it perfect or do I know what my client avatar is and will that client avatar oh, Christy, don't uh, <laughs> anyway. we can get so bogged down in your avatar and your you know what your customer looks like and you know it is but sometimes you get so bogged down in all that that you're not actually doing stuff and you know you're researching this and you're researching that and you're looking on youtube for this and youtube you know and perfect example was um say for instance um i knew i wanted to do some email marketing and I, um, I didn't, it was at the beginning of this year and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm ready to do my email marketing and I um, signed up to a provider, um, MailChimp. Yep. And then the very next day, I, this massive announcement came out that MailChimp and Shopify, which is the website platform that I use for e-commerce, had basically, they'd broken up and I was like, because I had, and this is the thing, I had researched it, I had spent so much time <laughs> figuring out what was going to be the best, you know, and it, you know, at the end of the day, it's just an email platform, it's no big deal, like you can change them, and I was like, oh, you're joking, I've just made this decision, and anyway, so um, then I sat on it, because I was like, oh, I, was, I sat on it for like two months, because I was like, I can't believe this has happened, anyway. So, and then I was researching, researching, you know, and now I look back and I'm like, why didn't I just sign up to another one? Like, or just 
figure it out. Like, you know, I just got so wound up on the research and the fact that that had happened and that had never happened that, you know, you look back and you think, just move on. Just, <laughs> it's okay. They've broken up. It's, it's life. Things happen. Um, but yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm with a great email provider now, but, you know, it's funny how sometimes things like that can just make you get stuck. 100%. And you're just thrown over here. But now I feel like I can deal with that sort of stuff a lot better. Because, mm. um, you know, I was still in, the, in my infancy in my business. And I was like, oh, no, this has happened. Like, um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just building resilience in yourself and yeah. just saying, okay, it's not the end of the world, really. It's, it's just an email platform. Um, let's just pick another one. And if it's not, that's not right, mm. we can just use it. It's not, yeah. Well, I think the thing is that makes it difficult is that nobody's giving you a handbook, right, when you start a business and going, this is your handbook. This is everything that you need to do to make it a success. So I can only speak from my own experience where I've like tried things because people have told me or I've seen online, if you do this, it's going to be a game changer in your business. So then you spend time like doing it and then it's not. And then you're like, hang on, I just wasted X amount of time. And that's something that I've just really tried to lean into the last couple of months is following my intuition, yeah. doing what feels really good and also listening to my audience, like listening to my, yeah. like, like my customers, but not just customers. I'm not really a massive fan of using that um, word for me because I'm a service-based business, but just listening to the people that are in my community and showing up for them with what feels good and you know but also we've only got a certain amount of hours in the day to do stuff i mean oh, we yeah. can do this a b c d like and it'd be great and it'd be awesome and you know i think um you know put out a hundred bits of content a day but you can't you physically unless you've got a massive team behind you unless you're a you know a global company or whatever you know, usually small businesses is just one person, and with you know who have contractor, you know a few contractors here and there, subcontractors. Um, at the end of the day, you have to pick what's what you think at the time is going to work the best for you with the amount of you know. It's okay. what do they call it? Opportunity cost. You can only do so. You can only you do so many things, and you'll run out of time and you'll burn yourself out. Like, yeah. It's just, you need, and you need to conserve your energy for yourself as well. You need to make sure that there's, you know, there's enough in there for you to have a normal life too because you need to have your week, you know, I mean, at the moment I'm not having my weekends off because it's planner season, but I know that in, you know, at the end of January I'll be on, um, you know, I'll be able to cruise because planner season will finish. But certainly you just, it, life's just too too much fun to be working all the time and trying to trying all the things because this is not enough time yeah 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 and that's a beautiful segue to my next question for you which is all around like what are your hot tips for planning and like you you're obviously an avid planner <laughs> creating a yes. planner but do you have any tips for planning or using the ronnie and co plan it out planner or even brain dumping like i would imagine from a marketing background you're super creative uh, yeah, I like to use my creative side, but I also like to use my practical side. Um, I think my biggest tip with productivity is time blocking and even um, to the point of doing, this is a big one, um, I don't know if you've read that book, Eat That, Eat that Frog. Yeah, it's like one of my. I love. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's 
it's a bit hard to get into, but the, the, the concept of the book is... I can't even remember the author. Um, I can't remember. I'll link it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, uh, it is a great book. Um, the concept, the the premise of the book is is that you do the hardest thing first. So whatever it might be, for um, so for example, you know, if you're running your business, um, say if you've been putting off writing a blog post for because no one likes really likes writing blog posts. <laughs> yeah. Um, you make sure that you do that first thing. So then, because you'll go in, you know, during the day, oh, I'll do that, you know, at two o'clock, oh, I'll do that later, I'll do that later. And ne- later never, never ever, ever, ever comes. It just things crop up, you know, emails come in. Um, that is one of the biggest things that I have found that's helped me push forward, getting just the hard stuff done first. Make that phone call that you just don't want to do. Do that first um, to... Um, so then you're set up more for the day and definitely time blocking. And so what I mean by time blocking is not every single minute of the day, but certainly, um, you know, um, for me, like on a Monday, that's when I produce my content um, for my story, uh, for my um, for my social media. Then on a, you know, if, if I don't get that done on my Monday, then my Monday... Um, I just know that I have to get that done because it just throws out your entire yeah that's right yeah and then on Tuesday I have to make sure that I do um, every Wednesday I send out a marketing um, email just you know productivity tips um, I love your productivity tips oh thank you so good so I make sure that I do that on a Tuesday so I time block that you know, and even to the point where um, I time block when I'm going to do my online grocery shop and I online, um, time block when I'm going to have my lunch. I make sure that I have lunch every day or else, I mean, I'd never forget to have lunch. I, I don't, I'm not one of those people who don't forget to have lunch. You're a Taurus. Yeah, I always, I'm always thinking about my next meal. I wasn't sure because I was, is that a Taurian thing? Yeah, so yeah. you love, you know, hot, like a great home environment, yes. great food, yes. experiences, maybe even some great beverages as well. Like, that's such a Taurian trait. I wasn't sure whether that's an Italian, because my background's <laughs> Italian. I wasn't sure because food is very much part of our culture. Um, but I'm always thinking about my next meal. So I make sure that I, you know, allow time for lunch. I always block out times for emails. I try and only look at my emails a couple times a day or else it just gets... I'd say you get bombarded. Yeah, totally, and then that becomes a priority. Yeah. Um, So definitely, and also, um, say for instance, if there is something that the blog post that you don't really want to do, and you, um, you know, make sure that you do it first up. I also make sure if it's something that it's just not flying with me. I also put my timer on my phone, um, usually about twenty minutes. And it is amazing how much you can get done in 20 minutes with, that you don't think you can. Um, so that's that's another productivity tip that is a, is a good one because it just – 20 minutes in the reality is not a big deal, but you can just push through so much work if you know that 20 minutes is all that you've got given, like to, to dedicate to a to your blog post, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's a good one. And I even use that um, time with, timer with um, doing. I did an email um, the other day about. Uh, so I've got some stairs at home, and under the stairs is like a storage. Uh, it has a door with storage underneath it, 
Uh, it was just getting crazy in there. It was like there was luggage in there, there was games in there, there was blanket. It was like it just had no uh, no reason, rhyme or reason. What was it? Was just things were just getting thrown in there, and I was putting it off, putting it off since January this year. I was like, I can't deal with it, and it wasn't actually that bad. Um, but I thought, I oh, know I'm going to put my. T- I actually put the timer on for ten minutes because I thought surely something has to give in ten minutes. Something will happen in ten minutes, and I actually got it done in ten minutes. <laughs> I was like. I've been putting this off since January. What? This is madness. And 10 minutes is all it took. And now I don't have to think about it anymore because then I put a few little systems in place there where, you know, blankets go there and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's amazing how much our mind takes over what our minds make things so much bigger than what they actually are. It's, um, oh, yeah. You know what? I've just finished studying. Um my first practitioner certification in neuro-linguistic programming, so NLP, which is all around mind. And it's just so, it's been such an eye-opener doing that because it's allowed me to kind of see as to why as human beings we come up with like the roadblocks that we do because it's only the roadblock that we're actually creating in our mind. It's crazy. If we can change our perspective of something then that changes our reality because perception is reality. It's so interesting, the amount of limitations that we have, but they're actually self-imposed. Oh, totally, totally. We just make it, you know, you know, start that thing, but we make our, our minds just blow it up into something that's massive that um, really it's not. It's not a big deal. You yeah. know, why, you know, but that's us humans, I guess. We, oh. That's humans. Isn't that the fun of being, oh. being alive in 20, almost 2020? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. So in terms of creating a product, um, you were able to share the journey towards creating a product, which I just loved hearing so much because it's just so interesting from an insider's perspective. Say somebody's listening to this right now and they've had, they have a dream of creating a product. Is there some words of advice that you could give to them that um, you wish that you had known prior to maybe creating your beautiful brand? Um, it's, it's not... I mean, you may be lucky, it may go smoothly, but it will. there will be lots of bumps in the road and you need to have your mind in the right space because if you really, really want it, you will push through whatever it is to make it happen um, because, you know, you're relying... When you're producing a product... Um, if you're a handmade business, well, that's different. But if you're actually relying on other people to produce a product, you've got like 150% trust in that person, making, you know, hoping that they've got the same vision as you um, and that they will, at the end of the day, produce something that you're, like, that you're happy with. Um, so you really need to make sure that people are on your side with what where you want to end up at the end of the day. And, you know, it's funny. To look at the planner at the end of the day, you go, oh, yeah, it's it's, it's just a planner. But there is so much more that goes into it than just a planner. And, I, you know, I think, like, I think, Christy, like yourself, like you understand, like, the, um, you know, supporting the small businesses and stuff like that because, you, really, your heart, your sweat, your tears, um, <laughs> all of it, <laughs> all of it um, goes into it. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, and you know, and you got to back yourself. You've really got to, you know, um, make sure that you're not taken for a ride as well. Because you know they will. They, they 
they will try and go, oh, no, it's okay. It looks fine, you know. No, that, just dust that off. It'll be fine. And you're, and you're like, no, actually, that's not what I asked for. Um, I asked for X, Y, Z. So that's what you need to produce. And if you need to reprint whatever or redo something or re, you know, manufacture something, well, then that's what you have to do. And you have to, you have to put, you have to believe in yourself and you have to um, put dig your heels in sometimes because you um, there are people obviously out there who will take advantage of you unfortunately um, and you know and being um, in the with my industry the um, the manufacturing of the printing industry it's heavily dominated by males as well um, so you know you've got to make sure that you know we're all on the same page with what we're doing and you know um, assert yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. But in saying that, and also, um, I keep talking about it, but you need to make sure what, that whatever you're doing, you are passionate about because there is nothing more, less passionate than working at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so if you're not into it, if you don't believe it, um, Nobody try, else something, it. Try, yeah. Some, yeah, try something else or just give it a rest and find that find your calling or whatever it might be um, because you will be dedicating a lot of time to it and you don't want to resent it at 11 o'clock at night when you're doing whatever you have to do to make things happen mm. <laughs> with this um, business that you're doing. Yeah. yeah, I think unless you have exuberant amounts of abundance <laughs> and money, yeah. uh, you know, nobody else is really going to do it for you. So you have Absolutely. to be all in. Um, and yeah, I've questioned that at sometimes at 3am as I'm still up creating something, but you keep showing up because it's something that you absolutely adore and love. And I couldn't agree with you more. I think you have to be, you have to be all in, yeah. all, all out. All out because there's no in between. There is literally no in between. You have to like live, you don't have to live, breathe it, but you certainly have to, um, like not, um, not hate on it because if the st- the minute you start hating on it, your your work, um, like your your work, um, that's the word I'm looking for. Not your work ethic, but like it, your 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 consistency to the to what you need to produce will drop, and then you've got nothing at the end of the day if you do that. Yeah, what's been your proudest moment? Well. <laughs> There's been lots. Um, I try and, you know, celebrate the, the wins, but definitely selling out last year because there was a point there where I was like, oh, what am I going to do if I have, like, these planners left? Um, that was a big one. Because um, you can't really give them away at Christmas. No, there's only... <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. And also... Um, Hearing what customers had to say about, you know, oh, could you please produce an A5? And thinking, well, if if I produce an A5, will it actually be purchased? You know, you know it, at the end of the day, it's sales that... Um, we uh, just don't... You can't... You yeah. Know, I suppose you can't preempt what it's going to no, look like, right? No, So it's like no. a gamble you're taking. I'm looking at that crystal ball and I'm wondering, I hope, you know, yeah, you have to, you have to, it's a risk. I hate to say this because some people will say, oh my goodness, I love that idea, I really want this. And then when actually push comes to shove, right. they don't actually make Do, the investment. Yeah. So I'm really pleased that it's been, um, 
it's been accepted and it's been purchased and it's been loved and um, it's been, yeah, it's been, the A5s have been really um, a success. So it's good to, you know, and with doing what, when you're in business for yourself, you have to learn to pivot because I, you know, last year I was like, oh no, I'm just all about the A4, it's all about the A4, Um, but if I had put my, stuck with that and just done the A4, I would have, you know, missed out on, you know, all these other people that really wanted to purchase it as an A5. So, yeah, it's, um, that's been a big win as well. Um, and also, um, speaking of the crystal ball, this year, um, so I've just, we do the two colours, we do the charcoal and the blush, um, and, you know, it's like, how are we going to figure this out? Which, how much of each? Oh, do you, quantities. Yeah, yeah. quantities. Um, so, and it's interesting, uh, last year the blush was more popular than the charcoal, but this year the charcoal has been more popular than the blush. And we've literally, th- three weeks ago, we sold out of charcoal. And it's, you know, and you think, oh, no, and I can't produce any more because it's like we're in the end of well, this the year. Point, right? yeah, yeah, I can't, it's, it would take too long to produce because, um, and manufacturers at this time of year are pretty much like their scheduling is all booked out so I I just physically couldn't get any more um so that you know as much as that's a negative um because I don't have any more to give it's been a positive because it's like okay well that's you know it's interesting to see how people um each year things will change so that's been a big learning curve for me and it's been it's been wonderful to see how it how it's um evolved yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So where can people find you? So I'm online at www.ronnieandco.com. I'll link it in the show notes yeah. as well. And you're really active on Instagram, which yes. I love. Yes, Always I posting am. some really great tips too, yeah. which yeah. is great. Yeah. And my final question for you today, Ronnie, is what are you most excited about in 2020? Well, I am super duper excited because I am looking at launching a new type of product. Um, more about mindset, but still um, more of, I guess it's a, a ritual kind of a thing. I know, right up your alley, Christy. <laughs> you just gave me goosebumps. I was like, waiting, like, going, what is she going to so say? It's not. Um, Obviously, I'll still be doing the platters, um, but just something a little bit to do with our mindsets and living our best happy life. That's yeah. So I'm I'm working on that at the moment. So oh. that'd be yeah. Hopefully, that will come. Um, that will you know come to fruition so yeah I'm really I'm really looking forward to that yeah oh I absolutely love that and I think um you just just right from the beginning when you said like this isn't just about planning your life like this is so much more than that and I think that's the beautiful thing is when you actually create a product that's actually of service to people and it's adding value to your lives you really just can't go wrong yeah Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, you know, funny, I have a wonderful community and um, such wonderful um, supporters. And, you know, I I call them all my planner lovers. We're all planner lovers together. Um, But, yeah, without them, it just – I couldn't keep doing what 
we're doing with Ronnie and Co. So yeah, I'm really, really, uh, we're in a really good place here at the moment. Yeah, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to 2020. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review and subscribe where you love to listen. Or you can connect with me via social at Bound for Beauty. And that's beauty with an E. I'll see you next time.